Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. A new breed of talk. You can't stop Donald Trump by yelling and screaming. His voice is your voice. Cindy from Jacksonville, good morning, and thanks for calling the Mark K Show. David joins us from Ponte Vedra. Claudia in St. Augustine. This is the Mark K Show. Man, I'm, I'm just so... There's, hey, look, I know there was a big uh, election yesterday, and I know that the, uh, the Republicans kept the seat in Ohio, and I know that everybody's been talking about that, and I know that all of the, all of the, uh, the Democratic socialists, as we like to call them now, all lost, uh, and that's exciting news. But, this, but the bathroom policy in Orlando has been blowing up the open mics, and I have to tell you, it's some of the funniest stuff I've ever heard. I'm a retired Navy chief, and I've peed in 14 countries, in the sand, in the woods, and sometimes in the ladies' room. So this new bathroom thing in Orlando, I would just have to say for all you people who don't like it, suck it up, buttercup. If you got to go, you got to go. That guy's peed in 14 different countries. That's impressive. I mean, that's that's impressive that, you know, he's been to that many countries and also that he remembers exactly where and when he was using the bathroom. Okay, I was I was in Bulgaria. Did I go there? Well, I was there for more than four hours. I must have. And then uh, I was in Pakistan, but only that was just a special op. And then we, man, maybe I did. No, you know what? I dug back behind the tank. Yeah, right after we, right after we crossed over enemy lines. <laughs> I'm trying to think about. it. I'm trying to count how many countries I've gone. Uh, number one, only one, two, three. Like maybe it could, it could be. Gosh, it could be at least ten. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the math. Uh, but if you don't know what the, what you're talking about, the uh, Orlando City Hall will become the first city hall in the entire. Well, world, at least the country, um, to have bathrooms that are non-gender specific. Uh, the Buddy Dyer, who's the mayor of Orlando, announced that City Hall will soon have all user restrooms, becoming the first government building, I'm sorry, in Florida to do so. So if you're, uh, you know, if you're all into, to, you know, inclusivity and or inclusiveness, I guess the thing, anyway, then you can go to Orlando, roll by City Hall, you walk into the bathroom, anybody can use it. It's going to uh, it's going to really make it you know, it's it's already the happiest place on Earth. Now it's going to be even more happier, -er, which is uh, apparently apparently the the deal. George Wallace, who is with the LGBTQ Center in Orlando, said the community is lucky to have progressive leaders like Buddy Dyer and that uh, Orlando is now light years ahead of other cities the same size. Not when it comes to traffic, though. Traffic in Orlando still sucks. But at least here's the thing. If you're if you're going to City Hall and you're stuck in traffic and your bladder's about to explode when you get there, you won't have any problem knowing we just run into the bathroom and uh, and let loose. And, you know, this has always, of course, whenever you have a bathroom issue, because, again, this is one of the bigger issues that keeps popping up. 
You know, it rears. It's a, it's like a throwback. There's every couple of years, some new instance happens where some child at a school tries to use a, a restroom and they they don't they don't feel comfortable, so they sue somebody. Or it happens at you know universities, whatnot. So it's back again because Orlando has has done this, and it, you get it's interesting to see how many different sides people are on. In Orlando, nobody really seems to care. I just hope these ladies know what a urinal's used for. First time I ever used one, I sat down on it, and got my butt and my back all wet. Hopefully that's not true. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully that's not true. But I mean, it is interesting to me, and I don't think they're going to have urinals uh, in the back. What I think what's going to happen is it's just going to have the the traditional toilet like you would have in your in your home bathroom. And the good thing is the stalls will go floor to ceiling. So you'll, you'll, it'll be, it's like when you go to a fancy hotel. You ever go to a fancy hotel and you go into the bathroom and they have a little room for everybody. So it's like you're in your own little and nobody understands, you know, what's going on, needs to know what's going on there. Um, but, but that's it. Then, so you won't have, I don't think there's going to be any urine at all. Which, by the way, if you've never, if you've never seen a woman look at a urinal for the first time, it is hilarious. <laughs> it, is, it is. I don't remember where I was. I think I think I was telling my daughter or my wife or something about. No, they didn't even see it. I think I had to Google a photo. But I, I explained to them about urinals, and they were both like, "Wait, what?" And I said, "Yeah, when you go into the men's room, you go up. There's on the wall. There's like you know, and it depends on where you are. If you're here at work, there's like three. If you're at TIAA." Uh, field, bank field, or whatever they're calling it these days, there's like a hundred, and you just walk up, and you know, you unzip, you do your thing, and you zip up, and you go wash your hands, and you're out. And they're like, what, you're just standing there next to each other? And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what had, they thought it was the most disgusting thing ever. Um, so that, that, if you ever have the opportunity to take a woman to see her first urinal, uh, let me know how that goes, cause it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. But, you know, I, I think this is, I think this is worse for women than it is for men. Because, Men in the bathroom are not like, they, you know, they don't they don't hold back. They're, they don't hold any, they don't pull any punches. They're like, this is the men's room. I got stuff to do. I don't care who hears me. You know, they 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 just like it's like a, a place to let it all out. Whereas women, I think, are more concerned with decorum. And so for a woman, I don't think that uh, you know, I think it's gonna be. I think it's going to be pretty, it's going to be awful. Women's restrooms are way more dirtier than men. Okay, I think that's true, but I think the, the other stuff uh, is, is different. Anyway, a lot of people have a, have a, a strong opinion about whether or not these bathrooms in Orlando uh, are a good use of our time and our resources or a bad use of our time and resources. 3401045. You're talking about full stalls, floor to ceiling, bathrooms? Come on, bring it on. I'm using that bathroom. I don't care who else is in there. My own private little cabana. <laughs> Maybe it'll be like the dressing rooms at Banana Republic where they write your name. Have you ever seen that? You go to like uh, Banana Republic and you go to try something on and they say, what's your name? And I go, my name's Mark. And they have a little dry erase board and they write my name on the dressing room. So for the next like seven to ten minutes or however long I'm in there, that is my personalized dressing room and i it's like you know it's like i'm the star and that's my personal dressing room. that's my little space and nobody can come in there until of course i leave and then they wipe my name off and they go that'd be great that'd be great what if you could reserve one like you can do the cabanas at the beach club you know like you call ahead and say yeah look i'm having lunch at noon i'm probably going to need to go to the bathroom about 12:45, depending on how many martinis i have um why don't you go ahead and reserve me a stall or a cabana for uh for twelve fifty and I'll swing I'll be sure to swing by 
before uh, before I leave. Three four zero one zero four five. But that now that's not the only big story because another big story that continues to to make the rounds is this story about Alex Jones being banned from pretty much every social media network there is. He was banned from Facebook. They threw him out. He was banned from YouTube. They threw him out. Google has been burying him. Google's like you're gone. Spotify, iTunes uh, dropped the podcast, and Alex Jones is making a big stink about it because, well, I mean, rightly so. And rightly so. He's got a different opinion than a lot of other people, and the people that run these big, massive social media corporations are like, hey, you know what? We don't like your opinion, so we're just going to squash it. We're just gonna, we're just gonna put an end to it. You're not gonna have this huge platform with billions of people at your disposal to spew this stuff that we just don't like. And so, and so this is, this is just basically erupted the social media monopoly. And I feel again, I feel that they did this the wrong way. I feel again that they did this the wrong way. If, if it, if it happens sporadically, like Facebook one day was like, we're gonna just, you know, shut you down. And then Google waited a couple of months and then Google said, you know, we're going to take away your YouTube channel. And then and then Apple waited a couple months more. It wouldn't have had such an impact. But when you see all this conglomeration, all these massive entities, every single social media, every single social media behemoth getting together like they become the evil dudes in the secret room with the cigar smoke swirling going, how are we going to get rid of Jones? All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to shut him down on the same time, same day. And then they just pull a lever and all of a sudden like the, you know, it's like there's something they slam that big lever down and all of a sudden the the power at InfoWars just goes like it powers off. That's how they've made it look. And that that I think casts them in a much more negative light. But we got a lot of open mics about that as well. I believe that Alex Jones is simply entertainment. He found a niche. He's made millions of dollars. And now he's just getting free publicity like crazy. By the way, great point about that, about finding a niche and getting free publicity, because the latest uh, I read is that Amazon.com, the latest is that Amazon.com is now removing the choice label from a lot of his uh, a lot of his supplements. I don't know if you know, this, but one of the reasons or one of the ways Alex Jones makes money is by selling enhancements and supplements, brain tonics and and pills that help your energy and keep you strong and get you ready for the, uh, you know, the pending revolution, whatever. But he's got a whole line of these things. Doesn't have any hair tonic, which I looked. I looked because, well, you know, for asking for a friend. But he doesn't have any of that. But he sells these things on his website and he sells them on Amazon. And for a long time, there was a little tag that said Amazon's Choice. And a lot of times if you shop on Amazon, you'll see that. And a lot of people buy that because they go, well, if it's Amazon's Choice, clearly it's got to be good. Um, but they've started slowly removing that and hiding some of his, uh, some of his items from Amazon. They still sell them though because, well, you know what? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why here in just a minute. Uh, it's whatever you want Wednesday today. 340-1045. You want to talk about Alex Jones. You want to talk about Republicans keeping the seat in Ohio. You want to talk about neutral, uh, gender neutral bathrooms in Orlando. Whatever you want. Cause it's Wednesday on the Mark K Show. We'll be right back. I hate to say it, but today I identify as a radio news host. You're out of a job. Maybe tomorrow I'll identify as something else, like a president or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people identifying different ways today because of the new bathroom policy in O-Town. Do they let you call it O-Town? 
I think they don't like that. Uh, the city of Orlando, they have uh, announced uh, Mayor Buddy, uh, what's his name, Dyer, said that they are going to have the first city hall to become, um, an, uh, to have all user bathrooms. That'll, they'll be super, oh, hold on, let me close my email. They'll be super inclusive. They're not going to, if you are a man or a woman or another, you can go into the bathroom and they're going to build these really nice stalls and they're going to have walls and it's going to be super safe. I tell you, it's going to be super safe. Um, and that's happening in City Hall. That's part of the new budget. Uh, a lot of, a lot of open mic messages. Uh, you know, it's, it's weird. Some people are against it. Some people are for it. Most people just don't care because when they got to go, they got to go. And they don't care who's standing. If you're standing around looking at me when I'm going to the bathroom, that's a, that's a problem with you. Uh, not a problem with me. And most people agree though that, and I think it's, you know, some people say that the women are, have the worst, uh, are worse off because men are discussing in the bathroom. But a lot of people are saying, look, the dudes aren't going to like it because the women are the ones who are, are just, are, are horrible. Women have a tendency to blow up bathrooms a lot worse than men. See, I didn't know that. I didn't know that because I'm not allowed in the ladies room anymore. Um, yeah, so said the judge. Three four zero one zero four five. Travis is on the line from Jacksonville for whatever you want Wednesday. Travis, thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. How are you? What hey, you Mark, want to say? Thanks for, thanks for having me, buddy. How you doing? Good, good. What's up? Good, man. Hey, I just want to talk about the Alex Jones ban. I think it's crazy, man. This is like it, it feels like to me like it's an attack on free speech. I mean, I'm sure there's like terms and conditions when you sign up for these social media sites, but. This is just like the start. If they're going to ban Alex, I'm sure they're going to ban a bunch of people. And I actually am an InfoWars listener. Um, I've been listening to Alex Jones for about five years. And, I mean, I know a lot of people think he's crazy, but a lot of things he says actually has come to fruition that people thought were crazy back then. But years later, now here they are, and people still, you know, take him as a crazy person. But he actually has a lot of truth to what's going on. I just kind of want to throw that out there. So I appreciate it, It's true. You know what? Hey, no problem. Oh, and he's out. Thanks so much for calling. You know, and it's true. And this is this is the thing that that people don't realize. Yes, Alex Jones says a lot of crazy stuff like this. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. But I swear to God, the other day when it rained, I heard the frogs whistling show tunes in my pool. So there may be some truth to that. But there are, there are a lot of quote unquote um, Alex Jones conspiracy theories out there, right? There's a lot of things that Alex Jones has said, and whether or not he's saying it just to be antagonistic, just to get attention, uh, just to, you know, be, you know, stir the pot, if you will, um, or if he really believes it or really has proof of it, there is one ginormous, super huge, and very important, quote unquote, Alex Jones InfoWars conspiracy theory that has actually come true. And it's probably the scariest one of all. If we ever thought, oh my God, I hope that's just a bunch of Alex Jones BS, it, it would you would want it to be this. Unfortunately, it's not. I'll tell you what that is next. Uh, 340-1045. It's whatever you want Wednesday. You can call up and talk about whatever you want because it's Wednesday. See how that works? It's crazy to me that people take him so seriously. They're turning the freaking frogs gay. Yeah, talking about Alex Jones and InfoWars. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Well, <laughs> this could be one of my favorite clips of all time. What was the one with the succubus, with the Donald Trump and the and the, well, what's it, and we hold on the goblin. So I never expected Trump charging into a goblin's nest to not get some goblin vomit and slopping yeah. blood on him. Flopping I just don't blood. want to catch him in bed with a goblin. I don't want to see him kissing goblins. Having political succubus with goblins. <laughs> I don't want to see him ingratiating <laughs> goblins. 
political succubus. I'm going to start a I'm going to start a podcast if Alex Jones hasn't done it already, and I'm going to call it political succubus with, <laughs> with the, the, the political. It's time for the political succubus podcast <laughs> with Mar- <laughs> with Mark K. Anyway, eight three uh, three four zero oh, rather one zero oh, four five is the number three four zero oh, one zero oh, four five is the number. It's whatever you want Wednesday, which is quickly becoming one of my favorite days as we head to Billy in Jacksonville. Billy waiting patiently to comment. Billy, hey, uh, thanks so much for calling the Mark K show. What do you want to say, sir? Uh, well, I was just riding past uh, River Place downtown uh, last week, and I saw this big old college uh, bus, and I looked at it, and it said free college tour. And I walked up to it, and I asked the people, I said, Where you do- what are you doing? And they said, oh, we're giving out free college to anybody that votes Democrat for Bernie Sanders, oh. for anybody Democrats. All who was giving the out the states. Who was giving out the free college? Uh they had a bus tour, literally a bus that said on the side of it, free college for America. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. That's, that's, I, didn't, I know that that's one of their big campaign promises that Bernie Sanders uh, wants to uh, that wants the, he wants to make sure that the the college look. Here's the thing, and this is this is actually I'm actually glad that you brought this up because free anything is a democratic socialist platform. Free whatever you want, democratic socialist platform, and the democratic socialists socialists led by Bernie Sanders are horribly ineffective when it comes to winning elections, which again is why I'm going to start campaigning for Bernie Sanders to be the Democratic frontrunner, which I mean, which I believe he is. But this um, what's her name? This uh, Cortez uh, woman who endorsed all these candidates, the one she's like 28. She was a bartender. Uh, Ocasio-Cortez. She was from New York. She went out for the for the elections yesterday and she went and campaigned for all of these crazy left wing socialist candidates who just want to give you everything for free. She she wanted uh, she campaigned for this one guy who was uh, who they wanted to be the first Muslim governor of any state. There was another guy who wanted basically for you to have a, uh, a standard weight, like standard money, even if you don't work. Just go out there. You get a, like a like a guaranteed salary for every American work schmirk. You're getting paid. These are the kinds of platforms that they're running on. And the Democrats, for the most part, don't enjoy those kinds of things because they realize that the crazier and more whacked out people are. And then the farther away their their voters are going to flee from the party, <laughs> which, which is which is never good when you're looking, you know, at elections coming. And probably the best thing that could happen for Donald Trump was this Ocasio-Cortez woman getting the uh, nomination in New York, thinking that she's like the diva supreme of the Democratic Party and going on a tour like she's Beyonce. That's exactly what she's doing. She won one uh, primary election, not even an election. This woman's not even in Congress yet. But she won one election, and all of a sudden, she is taken to the road, and she is going around, as, and people are treating her like a rock star. Keep in mind, this is a woman who not only has no political experience, but has not even run for and won the office that she is uh, vying for. Now, will she? Most likely she will, but she hasn't yet. She's just going out there and she's a, she's a figurehead at this point. She's arm in arm with, with Bernie Sanders and she's out there, you know, doing a, this, that and the other. And people, candidates are calling on her saying, please get the crowds going. Please get the people to vote for me. I'm running on the same platform you are. I'm a socialist too. I think everything should be free. I think that the government should get all the money and then portion, you know, uh, parcel it out as they'd seem fit. 
Not as I seem fit. That seems like a good, you know what? That's a platform that I think we could win on. So she goes out, she campaigns. The uh, the elections happened yesterday. Every single one of them, all four of them, lost. Well, it wasn't even close. They all went down in flames. And this is the woman who is supposedly the darling of the Democratic Party. This is the woman that, that Bernie Sanders has grabbed hold of. I'm mean, not literally because, you know, hashtag me too. But, uh, but you know, has grabbed hold of and, and taken on tour with him. And this is what this is what they're setting up for. So that free college, you know, that this is why the party of Donald Trump is is you can tell that there's such polar opposites. And I think I think Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump are a really good are they're a really good foil of each other because you put them down at a table in their blue suits with their red ties, two old dudes. They look like they could be bankers, uh, you know, billionaire Wall Street tycoons, whatever, just sitting down and having a meal. But on the inside, these men are so polar opposite. Bernie Sanders is big government. Bernie Sanders is handouts for everyone. Bernie Sanders is let's make this a communist country because communism is the key to everybody being treated fairly. And on the other side, you have Donald Trump, who is what's the opposite of Democratic Socialist? I guess Republican capitalist. That sounds yeah, that sounds good. He's a Republican capitalist. He's all about work ethic. He's all about, look, you get out there and you do whatever you want. You should have no barriers to free trade. You should have no barriers to building your business. You should have no barriers to making that dream, that American dream come true. You should have no barriers to that, but you still got to go out and do the work. And if you do the work and you're smarter or more successful or just downright luckier, if you come up with a better product or a better uh, business method, if you have better advertising, whatever it is, if you work for it and you build that business and you reap the rewards, those are your rewards to reap and enjoy as you seem fit, as you see fit. And competition is good. And competition is what fairness did not build America. Fairness is not why America was even founded in the first place. This is a capitalist country. Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, whatever, Green Party, push it all aside. The first political party in this country was the capitalist party. Because when Ferdinand and Isabella bought all those expensive ships, and and those ships were pricey, when they bought all those expensive ships for Columbus to, to sail across the ocean blue in 1492 to find stuff, they weren't saying, oh, you know what go out there and find new land that we can divvy up fairly among all of our subjects they were like we're gonna buy you the ships you're gonna sail your ass to the edge of the ocean uh, to the edge of the world hope you don't fall off and if you don't whatever you find you bring back to us king ferdinand and queen isabella and then we'll have even more treasure and even more spices and we'll have all the we'll have a trading route we'll have everything that we need uh, to to rule and dominate and be the richest most powerful nation in the world that's why america was even founded we were founded by a couple of capitalists posing as the king and queen of spain and an italian guy that they hired to basically you know do their work for him and that's what capitalism is the key to this country. And anytime anyone is anti-capitalist, they will lose. They will lose. And the Democrats know that, too. The only Democrats to come to power are, I would say, personally, even more of a uh, capitalistic than the Republicans. Look at the Clintons. How freaking filthy rich are they now? Look at the Kennedys. The Kennedys have been capitalists for I mean, since the country was founded, since they came to America, at least, and probably long before then, every single filthy rich Democrat, Barack Obama, richer now than he ever was. And it's not because he's sharing the wealth. It's not because he's spreading it around a little bit. 
The only thing he's spreading around is cow manure, and it's growing him a lot of money trees. And he's just picking those $100 bills. Here, Michelle, Michelle, give me another basket for this money tree I planted. Because he's a capitalist. They all are. And that's why when you have somebody like Bernie Sanders or Ocasio-Cortez roll around and say, hey, we're Democrats, but we're socialist Democrats, you got problems. <laughs> you got big problems in the Democratic Party. And big problems in the Democratic Party are great for Donald Trump and the Republicans, whether they know it uh, or like it or, or, or you know, even care. 3401045. Got to take a quick break. More of Whatever You Want Wednesday coming up next on the Mark K Show. We'll be right back. Women have a tendency to blow up bathrooms a lot worse than men. About the bathrooms and whether the guys are going to hate it more than the women, honestly, I served six years in the Navy, and I have never seen a more filthy group of people than I did in the female birthing and head. Good God. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Maybe I have to... If we keep getting open mics like that, we may need to put a stop to whatever you want Wednesday. Uh, what's up, everybody? My name's Mark K. Thanks so much for joining me. And I realized I got I got long-winded in that last segment. I forgot to tell you about the Alex Jones um, the conspiracy theory that actually came true. Before I do that, though, let's go to Larry in Arlington, who also wanted to say something about Alex Jones. And Larry, thanks so much for calling the Mark K. Show. What do you want to say? How's it going? Um, Good, Larry. How are you? What's up? I saw that movie last night, Death to a Nation. And that demonstrates exactly what you're talking about, how the Socialist Democrat Party has derived directly from Nazi Germany. And I All right, let, do me a favor. Hey, one second, Larry. I got I to gotta cut you off. I met, You crapped out on me. You went to do what last night? Oh, that was the big part that I missed. I went and saw that new movie that's out, Death of a Nation. Oh, Death of a Nation. Oh, okay, gotcha. Gotcha, okay. And the that's... movie is sensational. It just demonstrates everything you're talking about. And anybody oh, cool. that's right. in education should go see that movie. That's Death of a Nation. That's uh, the Dinesh D'Souza, right? Isn't that the new one that he did? Yeah, yes, I think that's is. it. Hey, thanks so much for the call. Uh, we really appreciate it. And you know what? And again, a lot of people say that's conspiracy theory. But when it turns out to be true, that's when you run into problems. And the thing with Alex Jones is for years, for years, Alex Jones was on Infowars and was on his radio show and his podcast. He was doing these videos. And yeah, like we said, he talked about, uh, you know, the the uh, the, um, the 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 actors that were portraying Sandy Hook children and victims so that the gun lobby uh, would lose power and that people could come for our guns that kind of thing there were a lot of out there scenarios that a lot of people just couldn't get behind but there was one in this particular case ironically which came true and that was when alex jones said that corporate america and the government and big business and these social media behemoths were working together with the democratic party to basically overturn the First Amendment. And that's exactly what happened to Alex Jones. Now, call it a self-fulfilling prophecy, if you will. Maybe he drew attention to it. Maybe it's just maybe it just happens to be a, 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 a crazy coincidence. But I don't think so. In this case, Alex Jones for years. In fact, the first clip that he said yesterday when he uh, when he was talking about his situation, you know, he, he, he produced a big, long video about it. And the very first thing he said was, we knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. The whole thing was formulaic. 
first demonize InfoWars, lie about us, build a straw man, then sue us to add credibility to that, then have a few fake strikes on YouTube and Facebook with nebulous terms like bullying children and Islamophobia, and then voila, two weeks later, ban InfoWars completely off of dozens of major platforms where we were all in the top five or top ten news feeds. And this is not something that he, I mean, if you think about it, if you really think about it, think about this. He has just been banned by every major informational digital system in the entire world. Uh, the the social media and and digital content platforms that basically crushed him and buried Infowars reached billions and bill- probably every person on the planet. Think about this: his company since day one has been called Infowars. Tell me that this isn't a theory that has come to fruition. From day one, he said, we are in a battle for information. This is my company, InfoWars. And sure enough, sure enough, the battle lines have been drawn. This is 21st century warfare. It's happening right now, and it's designed to silence the American people and other populist movements around the world who are trying to struggle free from this corporate totalitarianism. Corporate totalitarianism by all of them getting together and creating this massive hammer that just came, you know, slamming down on Alex Jones and Infowars earlier this week. He basically has proven himself to be true. It's his Nostradamus moment. Everything he's been saying since day one has just come to fruition thanks to Facebook and Google and YouTube and Apple. All right, listen, my podcast is still on Apple (laughs) and iTunes uh, for the moment. So if you want to go hear it, by all means, you can download that. You can subscribe. You can hear every single episode. I will be off on Friday, which means tomorrow we will uh, have our last or we will have our Week in Review spelling bee. And we'll give. Oh, we forgot. We got to give away Bob Dylan tickets. Okay, uh, we'll we'll give away another pair tomorrow. But we've got one more pair today. We'll give it to caller number three. Because just because, you know, I know Josh has places to go. 340-1045. You want two tickets to see Bob Dylan? Call now. Uh, Good luck. Stay tuned for the news and Rush Limbaugh. They're next on News 1045 WOKV.